This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. We can breathe easy and feel safer. Now, the first part of this week, we told you about Bam Marghera on the run. And uh, an arrest warrant was issued for Bam. And uh, people were concerned. He ran into the woods, remember? And then we got a report that he was on the run with his girlfriend and the girlfriend's kid. And they were smoking meth. And that's the family's story. Well, he turned himself into authorities in Pennsylvania yesterday. So we can feel safe that Bam is no longer on the run. He uh, turned himself into Pennsylvania State Police in Avondale. He was preliminary, preliminarily, say the word correctly, Jeff, preliminarily arraigned. And his, his unsecured bail was set at $50,000. So his next court hearing is scheduled for May 25th. So hopefully he can get, get himself cleaned up, uh, stop doing a little, stop doing meth shave and look presentable for the judge but everyone in pennsylvania and the country for that matter can feel safer today because well not really because he's still on the loose he's out on bail oh my gosh we can't feel safe he's he's not incarcerated oh boy oh boy i don't know what to do now welcome welcome to chewing the fat Okay, so all I really want to talk about is uh, Denzel Washington uh, reuniting with Dakota Fanning in Equalizer 3. Uh, The trailer was released. I am such a fan of the Equalizer movies, and Denzel, for that matter. And remember, Denzel was with Dakota in Man on Fire, which is a tremendous movie. And, uh, you know, Equalizer-ish. And uh, so 3 (laughs) will be out in September. I can't wait, and I'm going to have to wait. Uh, Robert McCall comes back. He's retired, living in southern Italy. And you know what happens in southern Italy when you're retired and you just want peace in the valley? The mafia shows up. And you're messing with the wrong guy uh, when you start messing with Robert McCall. Okay. Now, apparently, according to the trailer, he meets his match. So there should be some good blood and guts uh, in Equalizer 3. But Robert has to win. Now, perhaps... It ends the same way as Man on Fire ends, right? He wins, but he dies. And that's very possible because he's been waiting to be reunited with his wife all these movies ago. So, And that's what happened when he was with Dakota in Man on Fire. He won, but he died at the end. So that's probably what's going to happen in Equalizer 3. But I'm here for it. I will be here for it. And that's all I'm. <laughs> uh, that's all I'm looking for. So, if anyone out there has a sneak peek to Equalizer Three prior to it reaching the theaters, uh, you can send me that link, chewingthefatattheblaze.com, and uh, I'll take a look. 
Okay, so there's new footage out just released of this lady who gets attacked by an elephant. And the deal is, is that after teasing him with the banana, but you watch the video and uh, well, <laughs> she gets crushed by this elephant, man. Now, we don't know if she made it or not. All right, so we're hoping that she survived this. I believe she probably did, you know, unless the elephant was playfully stepping on her at the end. We don't know that. But uh, he's got his tusk, and you see the lady reach out to give the elephant a banana. And she kind of looks like she pulls it away and is teasing it. But when you watch the video, her flip-flop falls off. So she bends forward, pulling the banana away, you know, trying to get her foot back in the flip-flop, and then pulls her foot back to start getting, you know, squared away on ground to give him back the banana. Too late. The elephant already thinks you're pulling it away. <laughs> Being funny. Uh, you want funny? I'm going to play then. And whoo! I mean, the camera guy drops the camera because he knows i don't he don't want none of that elephant man and listen this show no one supports zoos and animals more than this show chewing the fat clearly but humans first and you know i know that uh, well she was teasing him i don't know that she was i think it's a misunderstanding i think the elephant thought that she was playing the elephant could have been playing and look you can't you really don't play with elephants, okay? <laughs> you gotta, you gotta boss them around, <laughs> right? You're gonna need more of those for one elephant, man. One, just one of those, one of those. Yeah, you gotta have a bigger gun for an elephant. I mean, you're gonna have to do some firing to drop that elephant, man. <laughs> it's not gonna be that gun. That elephant will laugh at you. That's all you got. <sighs> okay. Uh, you're going down then, okay? So just remember when you when you see the headline, the headline is misleading with her teasing the elephant because uh, to me, if you watch the video, it doesn't look like she was teasing the elephant. I think I got caught up in her trying to balance herself because she said just before the just before the elephant decided to play, uh, how cool is he? Yeah, uh, not so cool now. Are you saying that now? No, uh, no, you're not. But the elephant lovers, all you damn elephant lovers, will be out there saying, oh, humans, teasing elephants. No wonder she got what she deserved. No, 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 no. Humans first. I mentioned I had an overwhelming response uh, over email and you know online at uh, some of my social media accounts, Twitter at JeffyJFR, Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio, and uh, email chewingthefatattheblaze.com to keep the gunshot. And uh, the gun cocking when I talk about uh, Mr. Baldwin. And, uh, you know, because the rule of the show is that if I mention Alec Baldwin, you get the gunshot. If I mention just Alec, you get the gun cocking. But I had a request, and I kind of like it, that uh, when I talk about the movie Rust... Uh, if I talk about the movie Rust, I should use the revolver spinning. I think I like that. I think I like that. So, <laughs> so for sure, the gunshot and the gun cocking stays. And when we mention the movie Rust, maybe we get the revolving, uh, the revolver spin. 
uh, loading up. I kind of like that. Keeps it in the family. So uh, when we mention Alec, or I say Alec Baldwin, or and they're filming Rust right now. <laughs> all right, it makes me laugh, so it stays. Uh, it definitely makes me laugh. He's been all over social media lately, too, man. Posting these agonizing Instagram stories eight hours long. Ugh. There's only so much of dear old Alec I can take. Well, as long as I'm talking about dear old Alec, we might as well talk about his douchebag partner in crime, Robert De Niro. Uh, I love Bob, but uh, I see not really. I mean, I like his work, but him personally is just. Ugh. And we've talked at length about when uh, when he was interviewed by Mr. Baldwin on his TV show, Kevin De Niro. I uh, just oh was just unbelievably elitist douchebaggery to the Maximus. I mean, it was just ooh. I got to be careful. I can't say Maximus like that. It's my son's name. To the Max. I can't say that either. All right. To the fullest. There we go. Okay, we'll use that. Uh, so anyway, he's going to be part of a new Netflix series, uh, which is, I guess, a limited edition six episode. That's well, not a limited edition. It'll be a limited series uh, on Netflix called Zero Day. I don't know if he's acting in it because they're saying now that he's, uh, he's going to serve as an executive producer and uh, will produce alongside creator executive producer so he's just going to be hanging around on the set being a douche to everybody that'll go over good that'll be over great so they must be he must be investing in this deal with netflix so anyway uh, i was kind of bummed i i really was hoping that he was at least in it because i love his work but if he's just being an executive producer sorry even mentioned it let's go to the break room I need something cold to drink desperately. Well, break room or no break room, I mean, we may as well just continue on with uh, entertainment tonight. That's all I I feel like we're talking about. Just we're going to the movies. Hey, let's talk about TV. Let's talk about Netflix. Well, okay, let's do that. I see where Donald Sutherland has joined the cast of Taylor Sheridan's Bass Reeves series. I am looking forward to the Bass Reeves series. It's going to be awesome. What's a great story. Dennis Quaid is in it. And David Oya... David O... David... Amorphophallus. No, that's not how you pronounce it. It's David... Oyelowo. Yeah, that's what I said. David Oyelowo. Oyelowo. Oyelowo, that's right. David Oyelowo uh, is going to be... The Bass Reeves story. Now, that's what I thought uh, De Niro was going to be doing. He's just producing. Downer Sutherland's like, nah, I'll work it. Uh, you got me. I'll work it. So that that should be another another great move by Taylor Sheridan, man. I mean, my favorite Donner, Donald Sutherland stuff is from uh, The Hunger Games. I can't remember if it was the... I don't think it was the last one. It was the next to last one where he's sitting there and he's like, look at them holding hands i want them dead <laughs> that was awesome uh, anyway that's gonna be the new bastards and as long as you know hey let's just keep going oh this is sad news though um 
Jada Pinkett Smith's Red Table Talk on Facebook. Well, Facebook Watch. Canceled. Done. I know. Dry your eyes. Dry your eyes. Facebook Watch is uh, pretty much shut down. Uh, No kidding. I mean, it's over. I mean, this show won a daytime Emmy. Of course it did. Uh, Hosted by Jada Pinkett Smith and her daughter Willow Smith along with her mother. And they tackled conversations about social issues with an intergenerational perspective, which led to Pinkett Smith exposing the dark side of her marriage with Academy Award winner Will Smith. Now, the couple revealed to their 11 million Facebook followers that the girl's trip actor had an entanglement, a relationship outside of her marriage. Oh, no. Yeah, they were cheating on each other. Or at least she was cheating on him. But uh, Facebook Watch is now done. Have a nice day. Now, it's said here in the bottom of the story that um, they are looking for a new distributor for the series. Is there going to be a distributor to pick up Red Table Talk with Jada? Maybe, I guess. Maybe, I guess. But, uh, you know, the Facebook Watch got rid of, I think, all its original scripted programming in 2020. And it canceled Sorry for Your Loss. I mean, who didn't love Sorry for Your Loss with Elizabeth Olsen and Jessica Biel? Oh, that was so good. Uh, it's just riveting. I still want to do a morning radio show uh, in the metaverse on the main strip in my meta town. We need to make that happen. I want to do the metaverse chewing the fat show. Good morning. Welcome to metaverse. That'd be fun. But then Mark would come along and pull the plug and it would be over. So apparently uh, the Fed chairman, Jerome Powell, had a phone call with a person he thought was Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. It wasn't. It was just a prank uh, from Russian from Russian hackers. I'm sorry, Russian tricksters. <laughs> so according to footage from Russian state television in the video, Powell can be seen answering questions about inflation and the economy in ways that were consistent with his other statements, though uh, the Fed now said, look, that video appears to have been edited and cannot confirm its accuracy. No. Now, remember, Powell isn't the only victim of these pranksters. Oh, they're pranksters. Are they tricksters or are they pranksters? Are they hackers? I don't know. Uh, They also bamboozled their way to speak to... uh, former German Chancellor Angela Merkel and Prince Harry. They all get bamboozled because they all think they're speaking to the, the hoity. The hoity-toits will speak to the hoity-toits. And uh, did you see where Harry, uh, I don't know, the one report, I guess Harry is going to be sitting like 10 rows back at the coronation. Oh, hello. Then I see another headline that the headline is reported that of what I talked about. They're listening to me. I got news for you. There in England, I got to find the headline now. Uh, One moment, please. Please hold. Your listenership is very important to us. We'll be with you momentarily.
Thank you for continuing to hold. Your listenership is very important to us. We'll be with you momentarily. Chewing the fat. Thanks for holding. Okay, so the royal family, this is international news. They're listening to Chewing the Fat. The royal family wants to bring Prince Harry home, leaving Meghan Markle outside. That's what I've been saying all along, that that should happen. So now it's out there, okay? So Bill, Chuck, and Camilla. When you're at the coronation, you need to pull Harry off to the side, man, and say, yo, Harry, listen, man, I got something, bro. It's you, man. You got you to gotta get rid of her, man. You saw how she was treating you at the Lakers game? Yeah. Wouldn't let you kiss her, pushing you away? Disgusting. You got to leave the ball and chain, man. I don't know. Maybe you can go back and take the kids and pack up, and we'll send a plane. But because uh, well, once you get back here to Windsor, they, she can't do anything to you. Okay. I mean, it's got to happen. It has to happen soon. But it's being reported now, so I just want to, you're welcome. You're welcome. And then if you're wondering what happened to the pranksters or the tricksters, I don't know. I don't know. It's just Russian disinformation, I guess. And we're not going to admit that it's true or it's not. But we, you know, we're sure. I mean, they are not admitting it, but we're sure that Powell got punked. Right? Find these tricksters or these pranksters, these funsters from Russia. That was just, that was just sad. Just sad. So I guess I have to, maybe I should, I'm going to have to stop smoking on the show too now because I already had the elephant smoke today. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what happens when you see animals. I mean, they smoke sometimes when they're talking to you. Because I see now, what, right? <sighs> Oh, man. Smoke a cigarette so bad. One in nine Americans. Cigarette smoking hits a record low in the U.S. One in nine Americans smoked cigarettes last year. Uh, That's according to the CDC, and, of course, we believe everything they tell us. Compared to the 1960s, when 42% of U.S. adults smoked cigarettes. Well, yeah, holy cow. I would would venture to say there was more than that, but they say only 42% in the 60s smoked uh, cigarettes. A dramatic drop. No kidding. Oh, you know the health risk of smoking. But they always have to throw that in there. We know. It's on the side of the package. We got it. Uh, Americans haven't given up their nicotine addiction. Vaping rose to almost 6% last year. And 14% of teens reported using e-cigarettes in another CDC study. So we're still getting our nicotine fix. You're either putting a tin... Just cut the tin, put a little bit in there between the cheek and gum. Or you're chewing some nicotine gum. I still chew some nicotine gum from time to time, and I probably shouldn't be even be doing that, really. But I can't. I need a, I got to have some nicotine in my life. It's just the way it is. Because if I don't have a little nicotine from somewhere, I mean, I could chew. I don't really, I never like chewing much, but I could just to get the fix, man. Just pop that, pop that tin, man. Put the or you know that i'm firing them up firing up the oh man oh whoa whoa whoa
second. I gotta put my cigarette out. Oh, dude, it's so hard to do both. I didn't put it out. I was gonna keep smoking the cigarette anyway. I don't care, man. I can do both. Well, there used to be a day when that actually took place. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we've had several stories about uh, messes in airplanes uh, that need to be cleaned up. And there was a story that uh, uh, talked about a guy who was urinating on another passenger on a plane. That really doesn't work for what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> but we had the, you know, the yellow rice story and we had the kids with the popcorn. And I was reminded in an email uh, from Helen. Thank you, Helen, for emailing chewing the fat at the blaze.com, that, uh, what, I mean, why do the airplanes not have some sort of stick vacuum on them? I mean, I don't expect them to roll out the shop vac. Although, okay. Well, you know, everybody should have a little dust buster, right? Just to pick up some some stuff in the plane. But they had to call, uh, that rice one, they had to call for somebody to go get a broom and get a dust pan and had to pick up the rice. I mean... They should have some sort of vacuum utensil on the plane, shouldn't they? Uh, it just it seems to me that yeah, I don't know that they should pull out the Electrolux or the compact cleaning system or the Kirby, but something. A little, little dust buster, yes. They all should have, cause be charging in the, you know what? Every, every bathroom for the people in business class or first class should have a little dust buster charging in there. Why not? And it'd be a good sponsorship for Delta or Southwest or someone to, you know, make a little extra money. Uh, let dust buster come in and hook it up. I, you know what? United Airlines, Delta, Southwest, again, you're welcome. Oh, and that train that derailed in Wisconsin, uh, the Mississippi River. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Quit your whining. It's just another train that derailed. It's okay. Sure, four people were injured. Non-life-threatening. Okay, it's fine. And uh, you know the, you know that just the train cars that are in the river and everything i'll <laughs> be fine <laughs> oh don't worry about it okay sure okay okay so there was there were some hazardous materials on the train but uh it's right now it's not believed to be a concern so if it's not believed to be a concern by them it shouldn't be of concern to us okay so it's fine those cars that had hazardous materials on them have been contained. They're fine. They're not in the river. They're not leaking. So why don't you just shut up? You know, I just read a story. 
<laughs> I just read a story about remote trains, remote control trains carrying hazmat stuff. And the headline is, well, that falls out of Congress's push to pull some regulations. Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, corrosive liquid and poisonous gas are among the hazardous materials these short distance trains carry without a conductor on board. Now, I don't know about you, but I almost want to say, um, how about no? <laughs> it's just, maybe it's just me. Uh, but um, the, in major metropolitan, er- metropolitan areas with no licensed engineers on board, the remote-controlled locomotives uh, travel for short distances in and around rail yards in places like Houston, Denver, Tucson, Arizona. They carry chemicals like acidic poison, ethanol, sulfuric acid, and the Railway Safety Act of 2023 won't stop the practice. So once again, your government at work saying they're helping when, of course, they're not. Now, these trains do not travel farther than 30 miles from the point of origin, which keeps them under the under the radar. So Union Pacific has had 20 years have used workers who aren't licensed engineers or conductors to operate these trains using remote joysticks. <laughs> and they move the trains between rail yards in these major metropolitan areas. Now, there hasn't I guess there hasn't been a problem. I you know, so is there going to be a problem in the future? I don't know. Uh it certainly is something that we should look at. It seems that the trains that are derailing have conductors. And for now, the trains that haven't derailed don't have conductors. So maybe the argument is we don't need conductors. But I don't want to make that argument because, you know, I like trains. Life in the train age. I don't want to get rid of train workers. got family members who are train people. (laughs) My brother is hop trains all across this country (laughs) i like trains i mean truckers are the lifeblood of this country but trains are right there man uh they're not look i know that you know it takes truckers to get the stuff from the train yards i got it but the trains are there man they're crisscrossing the country delivering goods and i i I don't want to have to do without them so if it takes bill back at the station with his joystick no not that one the one running the train and uh taking the trains to where it's supposed to go i guess we have to be okay with it And we have some breaking news uh, as we uh, as we record chewing the fat today. Uh, the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Food and Safety Inspection Service, or as you like to call it, the FSIS, uh, has issued a public health alert. It's a public health alert for Ivar's and Pike Place fish markets ready to eat soups. Man. Nothing says lunch like Ivar and Pike's Place fish market ready to eat soups. 
They are unsafe to eat. Wait, what? Soups ready to eat coming from Ivar's and Pike Place Fish Market? (laughs) Yum, yum. So apparently, the soups were prepared, packed, and stored in unsanitary conditions that may cause the food to spoil sooner than the best buy date. Oh, well, you could you can take a shot at that. I mean, you've, why not? I mean, okay. The soups were shipped to retailers nationwide and in Mexico. However, they're no longer available to purchase, which is why the products aren't being recalled. They're not being recalled. They're just issuing a warning. Uh, USDA is worried that some consumers may still have the soups in their fridges or freezers. So they issued the alert. Say it with me now. Out of an abundance of caution. (laughs) The recalled soups all uh, have the establishment number uh, EST.20173 inside the USDA mark of inspection. So the Ivar's and Pike Place fish markets ready to eat soups. I honestly, I don't, I I can't tell you. I don't believe I've ever seen an Ivar's and Pike Place fish markets ready to eat soups. I don't think I've ever seen it. So they're Puget Sound clam chowder with bacon. They're loaded baked potato soup. I mean, I certainly, I certainly am not opposed to eating this these foods. I just don't know of this particular company's product. The Rustic Zuppa Toscana Italian Sausage and Vegetable Soup. Man, do I want that now. I tell you that. Pike Place Fish Market World Famous Clam Chowder with Bacon. Oh, is that better than the than the Puget Sound Clam Chowder with Bacon? I don't know. We may have to try. So just be careful out there. If you have still have the Ivar's and Pike Place Fish Markets ready to eat soups in your home, they might go bad early. So be careful. So you know I love license plates. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram and uh, Facebook, uh, Jeff Fisher Radio, I often post uh, what I call hashtag license plate of the day, uh, plate of the day, and I take I snap them on the road. I have become so proficient, and I don't recommend people doing this because it's bad and you could get into an accident. But I could take some pictures with my phone of license plates on the road, baby. You got to get just right up in front there and snap it, doing you know. 70 and uh or whatever the speed limit is and you come along the side or you see one and you can't quite get to it so you got to kind of weave in and out of traffic till you get to the light and then you got to stop you may you may have four spaces in front of you what you got to wait for that other car to pull up coming up on the right hand side with the license plate snap to get those shots i mean i've got i've got a quite a collection working you know love hard love usa smoking with a five five m-o-k-n i like that one um uh, i i have a i mean i love them fat 255 that's my favorite nerds uh i just anyway license plate of the day you can follow me on instagram so uh my friend phil schuyler uh at the uh national bobblehead hall of fame and museum uh, i've talked to him a few times here on this show and i've talked to him on my youtube channel he's given us a quick tour of the national bobblehead hall of fame and museum he has now started they have a new uh bobblehead license plates which uh look really cool so it's uh each state has their own license plate uh 
uh, with bobble on it. And it's, you know, they have little springs on it for the bobbleheads. And so you can check those out at the website and get your own bobble license plate from the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum. I want to apologize uh, to Phil and you. Uh, I did not realize that the 25th of April, just three days ago, uh, if you're listening live, today is the 28th of April, 2023. Uh, Just three days ago, April 25th, 2023, was License Plates Day. I didn't realize that 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 they had License Plate Day. (laughs) <laughs> it's uh it was the first license plate was issued in the u.s in 1901 wow uh the government's been hooking us for that for all these years man oh so license plate day is celebrated annually on the 25th of april to recognize the first license plate issued uh in 1901 so yay and some license plate history as well for my man Phil at the National Bobblehead uh, National Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum. Uh, the Netherlands and France started a national database for license plates in the early 1890s. In 1903, Massachusetts was the first state to issue plates. In 19 wait, but we're celebrating. We recognize the license plate. Oh, the first issued was in 1901 okay so the uh massachusetts was the first state to issue plates uh in 1903 in 1928 idaho was the first state to put a logo on the plate the idaho potato today there are more than 250 million registered vehicles in the country and each of them has a unique license plate for a given state isn't that special i mean think of that over 250 million registered vehicles now that's so that's so nice of the government to make sure they know that our vehicles are registered and safe and able to be on the road and keep everyone safe right right Well, it's Friday, so that means it's time for what's being called America's favorite game show, What's the Lie? What's the Lie? Where contestants try to decipher the lie from our count of one, two, three, four headlines. One of them is not true, because that's why we call it what's the lie now we've consistently had darian on because i've wanted him to win my friday producer and he has not won in weeks he's never won what's the lie so i'm gonna give him a break because i'm sick of, i'm sick of him losing to be honest i'm gonna give him a break and we had a i have a we have people uh uh who have enlisted to be contestants at chewing the fat at the blaze.com and uh jake wheeler uh emailed me at chewing the fat.com and said i could beat darian and so we're going to give Jake Wheeler a chance. Jake, welcome to Chewing the Fat and What's the Lie. Well, thanks for having me. So, Jake, uh, you are uh, a truck driver, I hear. That's right, yes. Nice. Now, you know, I mean, no, no one supports truck drivers and truckers more than this show. Uh, 
chewing the fat and what's the lie. So are you uh, are you a truck driver here in this country or are you one of them foreigners? I'm one of them foreigners. Damn it, I knew it. I could smell them. <laughs> you could smell it all the way from out there. <laughs> so what... But uh, I do spend... I do spend the majority of my driving in the U.S. I just have to go in and out. But, uh, so. Well, if the audience can't tell which country you're coming out of, uh, I, I, I have, uh, they're sad. They shouldn't be listening. <laughs> so ha, has, how, are things, uh, how are things going in and out of the country uh, now that we're past the pandemic, right? It's over. Uh, your leader said he didn't even tell people to lock down or mandate the, the vaccine. No, that was actually just in our minds. I think right. Oh, no, we're, it was we're, we're we're free to do what we want. Thank I mean, we you. Uh, we can't you know buy food for our families, but hey, that that was whatever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Were you part of the trucker thing? <clears throat> I was not at the time. I was actually working on a farm, but uh, I do know quite a few of my friends and family that actually w- did go to Ottawa. What. Uh... What were you doing on the farm? I was farming. Yeah, working on a potato farm. Oh, nice. I was uh, harvesting and spraying and planting and everything that goes with a potato farm. Do you do that regularly? I mean, do you do both jobs at where you you take the time off from trucking so that you can go work on the farm and then back to to hauling goods? Um, Well, actually, I took a break from trucking to go to work on the farm but uh, now I'm back on the truck full-time. Yeah, because you realized, uh, you know, sitting in this truck pulling uh, tvs in the back of my trailer is a lot easier than planting freaking potatoes yeah that's uh, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, logistics and absolutely techniques that go into absolutely. that absolutely okay jake no problem i, I appreciate oh. you i appreciate you long now if you win not only will you get to come back for another round you will win a talking sense jeffy blue freshie and so, you know, if you want more information, you or the listeners, you can go to a Talking Sense Facebook group and find the Freshy Scent and Design for You. All righty. Are you ready to uh, you ready to play? I sure am. Four headlines, one not real. What's the lie? Headline number one. For Japan's aging soccer players, 80 is the new 50. Headline number two. New Jersey Library had to go on lockdown after many horse got loose inside. Headline number three. U.S. woman arrested in Sydney with golden gun in luggage. Headline number four. Scientists are making fake moon dust. Headline number one. For what's the lie? For Japan's aging soccer players, 80 is the new 50. Headline number two. New Jersey Library had to go on lockdown after many horse got loose inside. Headline number three. U.S. woman arrested in Sydney with golden gun in luggage. Headline number four. Scientists are making fake moon dust. Those are your four headlines. Jake Wheeler from the northern part of this continent. What is the lie? Is it number one? Oh, no. Jake, gosh darn it. I wanted you to win so bad. I wanted you to win the freshie. I wanted you to be, I wanted you to slap down Darian, but no. Oh, man. That's okay. Thanks for listening to What's the Lie. 
What's the Lie is a subsidiary of Chewing the Fat Enterprises. All information is probably accurate at the time of recording. CTF, WTL, MM, XX, I, I, I. So, Jake. Uh, which one was it? <laughs> uh, number two, uh, the New Jersey Library did not have to go on lockdown because of a mini horse. Oh, so, man. I know. So that means there was a golden gun. All right. Yes, there absolutely was a golden gun, and scientists are making fake moon dust. So, Jake, thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for including me. Appreciate that as well. Absolutely. You be safe out there. Oh, and uh, right. hey, yeah. are you in your Go truck ahead. right now? I am, yep. Uh, hello. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that. Yeah, we got it. It's about time you caught up to speed. Okay. Right. Thank you. (laughs) Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.